you seen a photo of Pius XII? In a James Bond movie, he'd have been the head of Spectre. Umberto Eco, numero zero. We share in the grief of humanity at the passing away of His Holiness Pope Pius XII. When fearful martyrdom came to our people in the decade of Nazi terror, the voice of the Pope was raised for the victims. We mourn a great servant of peace. Golda Meir, Israeli Prime Minister, 1958. Welcome to the Revisionist History Podcast, where we set the historical record straight no matter who it might offend. I'm Paul. And in today's episode, we'll be defending the actions of a man who lived during a crucial time in history, a man who has been unfairly slandered in the decades since his death, and whose name deserves to be cleared. I'm talking about Pope Pius XII, who was Pope during World War II and has been, shockingly, referred to by many revisionists as Hitler's Pope. Eugenio Pacelli, better known to the world as Pope Pius XII, saw the Nazi menace long before most world leaders of his time. He was the apostolic nuncio to Germany from 1920 to 1930, during which time he clearly saw the threat posed by Hitler and the National Socialist Party. From 1930 to 1939, he held the post of Vatican Secretary of State, where he further worked against the rise of the Nazis. In 1937, Pacelli warned the American consul to Berlin that Hitler was, quote, an untrustworthy scoundrel and fundamentally wicked person, end quote. The consul, A.W. Cleforth, wrote that Pacelli, quote, did not believe Hitler capable of moderation and that Pacelli fully supported the German bishops in their anti-Nazi stand. Pacelli also wrote a report for President Roosevelt and delivered to Ambassador Joseph Kennedy in which he flatly stated that the church saw compromise with the Third Reich as out of the question. Also in 1937, Pope Pius XI, with much help from Cardinal Pacelli, secretly distributed a letter condemning Nazi violations of agreements concerning church autonomy and also condemning the paganism of Nazi ideology. 300,000 copies were sent to all churches in Germany and read from the pulpit on Palm Sunday. It was the first official denunciation of Nazism, and the response by the Nazis was swift and brutal. Catholic presses were closed, and numerous clergy were brought up on false immorality charges. This experience sharply influenced the way in which Pacelli, as Pius XII, would confront the Nazis in the future. But it's impossible to claim that he had, at any point before he was Pope, any sympathy for the Nazis. Former Israeli diplomat Pinchas Lapide notes that of the 44 speeches which Pacelli made as Nuncio on German soil between 1917 and 1929, at least 40 contained attacks on Nazism and Hitler's doctrines. And there was certainly no evidence that Pacelli, as Pius XII, had any sympathy for the Nazis after he became Pope. The main charge leveled against Pius XII is that he never spoke out against Hitler's treatment of the Jews. This is patently untrue. 
He may not have issued another public statement like the one in 1937 that caused such a backlash, specifically for that reason. But in an occupied Europe, action spoke louder than words. Jewish historian Michael Tagliacozzo wrote that Pius XII was, quote, the only one who intervened to impede the deportation of Jews from Rome on October 16, 1943, and that he did much to hide and save thousands of us. It was no small matter that he ordered the opening of cloistered convents. Without him, many of our own would not be alive. End quote. The Pope hid 3,000 Jews in Castel Gandolfo, the papal summer residence, right under the noses of the Nazis. Rabbi David G. Dallin notes that this is never mentioned in the writings of the Pope's critics, though at no other site in occupied Europe were as many Jews sheltered and saved for so long. Between his actions in Rome and the actions of his nuncios across Europe, especially in Hungary and Bulgaria, countless Jews were saved. In Bulgaria, the future Pope John XXIII oversaw, among other measures, the issuance of false baptismal certificates to thousands of Jews, whom the Nazis then did not deport to concentration camps, believing they were Christians. In all, it is estimated that the church under Pius XII saved approximately 860,000 Jews from certain death. It was even suggested upon his death that 860,000 trees be planted in the hills of Judea to honor his memory. So why didn't he speak out in addition to acting so decisively? Rabbi Marcus Melchior, chief rabbi of Denmark, gave the most probable answer in 1950. Quote, If the Pope had spoken out, Hitler would probably have massacred more than 6 million Jews and perhaps 10 times 10 million Catholics if he had the power to do so. End quote. Dignitaries from Israeli prime ministers and foreign ministers to rabbis and even Albert Einstein thanked Pius XII for his efforts in saving hundreds of thousands of Jews from certain death. So why do so many think he was Hitler's silent stooge? Perhaps Monsignor John Patrick Carroll Abing had the best answer for this in 1965. Quote, Never in those tragic days could I have foreseen even in my wildest imaginings, that the man who, more than any other, had tried to alleviate human suffering, had spent himself day by day in unceasing efforts for peace would, 20 years later, be made the scapegoat for men trying to free themselves from their own responsibilities and from the collective guilt that obviously weighs so heavy upon them. End quote. Strong and accurate words to be sure, but I have an additional reason. In a cynical and intellectually lazy time like ours has become, a book or film where you accuse the Pope of being a Nazi sympathizer will not only not be investigated for accuracy, it'll make a ton of money as well. Pius XII was a good man who did a Herculean job in an impossible situation. He should serve as a model to us all and shame on those who callously rewrite history to sully his name. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to today's episode. 
I hope you're finding this podcast both informative and entertaining. If you'd like to help us keep episodes like this coming, please consider clicking on the support this podcast link in the show notes. It'll help us create more content and go a long way toward making this podcast completely ad-free. Thanks again.